0: This is the Fantasy Nightcap, a Fantasy Nightcap production with your host, Shane. Kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome in to the Fantasy Nightcap, and as you can tell, we just had a very last-minute edition. Uh, my name's Shane. I'll be your bartender for the night. You can follow me on Twitter at FFShaneB and follow the show at FantasyNightcap. Joining me tonight are special rotating taps, if you will, of Mr. Gosh darn it, Mr. Josh Cho. Josh, Hello. Tonight?
1: Glad to be here.
0: How you doing tonight, Josh?
1: I'm doing all right, man. Just ready to draft and talk some football. Awesome. And I got my. Diet Coke right here. Yes, sir. Ooh,
0: hardcore. <laughs> oh. Josh, jump the gun. We'll get there in a minute.
1: Oh, snap. I don't know. Okay, my bad.
0: <laughs> in this corner for me, we have Mr. <laughs> J, Jay, G-Min J. Jay. Jay, how you doing tonight, buddy? What's up, brother? I appreciate you having me. I'm uh, excited
2: to – uh oh, hold on. Oh, wait, this way. There we go. Hold on. Herms, Herms, boom, and then <laughs> Josh, hold on a little bit. It is. Not in the head. Not in the head. There you go. Oh. That works. All right. I'm uh, yeah, Shane. I'm, I'm ready to roll. I'm uh, excited to do this rookie mock and uh, have some fun with uh, Herms and Shane. I've done many shows with you. This is the first one I've got to
0: do with Josh, but uh, I'm excited. Absolutely. And then, as you all saw with the last entry to the show, it is the one and only Herms with an accent mark. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I- that's true. That's true. You get. You have to keep things spicy. You know, <laughs> Spicy what I mean? oh, like old it's, day it's hot It's more sauce. fun that way. I... Oh, of course, yes. But th- there's no other way. It's the only way I know how. But I think because with the accent mark, it makes it more like, uh, ladies and, and gentlemen, man. ARMS. Ooh, arms. <laughs> ah, I don't see arms. I like that. You know, it's, it's more fun. Me I don't too. Know.
0: Uh, and then poor Joey. Joey was not feeling well, so he was not able to join us tonight. But Joey would have been on with us. Joey, get to feeling better, buddy. And, yeah, uh, I talked
2: really. to him earlier, and he he definitely did not sound good. he's, uh, <laughs> he's been he's been battling a uh, pretty pretty gnarly sinus infection. So get well, Joey.
0: Yes, get well, Joey. And then because this is the uh, front yard fantasy nightcap episode, uh, really? happy birthday to John Luke Garofolo. Garofolo, Garofolo. I was close, enough. Garofolo. Yeah. Garofalo. Well, that was nice of you. Yeah.
2: So, you. Uh, we, happy we sang him happy birthday earlier today on the call, and it was oh, it was beautiful, that beautiful. honestly. I'm I the, bet. Some people have called me the songbird of my generation. So.
0: I am <laughs> sure of that. I'll have to test that at our draft. Um, all right, gentlemen, before we get into drafting, there is one question that is asked on every episode of the Nightcap. What are you drinking? And Josh, we'll
1: start <laughs> with you. I jumped the gun, but Diaco, got to have it. boy. <laughs>
2: Jay, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a bourbon and water minus the bourbon.
0: <laughs> Cheers. Herms, don't let me down.
3: It's the, it's the nectar of the gods, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> Budweiser's finest, mango <Yes>. Mangorita. <laughs> so
0: if you and missed the last episode with Herms, just go listen to the first five minutes because he did the same thing. Is drinking the same thing. So cheers, Herms. Every I'm not... show that I've been on with Herms, he's drinking
2: a mangarita. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> no shame. I mean, pe- you like what you like. Nothing
0: wrong with that. Absolutely. I am actually.
3: They don't taste amazing, but it's very <laughs> high percentage that alcohol. That works, too. I Roughly am drinking we're going something re-round. else
0: that is probably <laughs> also high-percentage alcohol. It's just a pre-mixed Long Island tea that I found at the, al- the liquor store. i almost called it the alcohol store. I haven't and even yeah. drinking I was say. Lord. That's what it is. It is. That is what it's it is. It's not wrong, but <laughs> yikes.
2: Um, you also call it the gasoline station?
0: Yeah, apparently. Um, all right, gentlemen. So <laughs> three of you did not know this before coming on the show, but I ran a contest in the month of May. For a signed Plexico Ooh. Burris jersey. And that's we're awesome. doing the reveal of who won it. Firms, I don't even think you're entered. I am. <laughs> I am. I, am, I, don't just, I'm I just hope I have a excited for whoever it is. You oh. have three. Go oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> All right. And oh, the winner is... Oh, <laughs> it's Joey Wright. Hey,
2: Joey. Hey! hey. Joey, gives me you. an excuse right. to See meet you. you next week? He had to show up to to win, though, right? So he doesn't win because he no, didn't that's, come that's on. You not know? how
0: that's not how it works, unfortunately. So yeah. if you're not here to
2: claim yeah. your
3: prize, then you're Joey, going. if you're
0: watching, you won the Plexico Burgers jersey. I'm coming down to Central Florida next week, so let's meet up and I'll deliver it to you. Ooh. There you
2: go. I Feel like that was fixed just so you could meet Joey? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I know you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't.
0: <laughs> All right, gentlemen, are you ready to mock? Mm. Let's do it.
3: Are you ready for some draft?
0: I think that's how it goes, sir. Yeah. Right.
3: yeah. It's here cool stuff,
0: we huh? go. Here we go. If I can remember how to do this. Here, 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 here we go. There we go. Let's roll. All right. Let's pull up the draft. And start. Yes, I want to start the draft. All right. So...
2: Crawdads. <laughs> it is not not a show with Herms if we don't have the kazoo.
0: Herms, I love you,
2: man.
3: Yeah, I, love you too, man. I love you, too, man. You gotta bring Let's it to the game when let it carry <laughs> it.
1: Oh,
3: dude, dude, I'm way ahead of you. I actually have, so strategically throughout the country, I have uh, placed no, uh, emergency kazoos. So that way, in like any situation Swanson with the bacon,
2: you can just like, take a painting off the wall, and there's like 16 kazoo <laughs> behind it. Bacon. Of course, it of good. course.
3: Yeah, huh. I planted them all last summer, so, so we're good. It's-
0: so we are waiting for a friend of Jay and I, um, Crawdads, to make the first pick, and we'll see how this goes because he's a he's a wild card. Ryan so, definitely is. He's a good dude. I've known him since I was twelve years old. So. Oh my goodness.
2: Yeah, long time. And I'm old, so that's a long yes. time.
0: Oh, Brees Hall. They kept a you know, the
1: consensus hey. on I am,
0: I'm proud of you, Ryan. Proud of you for figuring that one out. Um <laughs> so guys, Brees Hall is kind of the consistent consensus one oh one. Um, do you guys have any other considerations for one oh one? And Josh, you are on the clock as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really don't, honestly, in this draft. Uh, it being so shallow at running back, and I mean, he's an all-around guy. What do you have, like 56 touchdowns in his uh, three seasons? He's got a sub 4, four speed. He's got the weight. He's 215-plus pounds. So I think Michael Carter fans are going to be a little bit disappointed when he comes in and takes the majority of touches uh, in New York. So, yeah, I, I don't have anyone else besides Brees Hall.
2: Okay. Yeah. Jay, uh, what about yeah. You? Uh, I'm with Josh on this one. I think the, the difference maker between him and Kenneth Walker for me is uh, the pass catching. Uh, it's not saying, you know, there, it's all a lot all over Twitter. People saying, Oh, well, Kenneth, he, oh, he one
0: handed Walker. Walker. it,
2: man.
1: Right. Right. All that, it, there's one <laughs> video, you know, course.
2: Oh yeah. You know, he's all of a sudden, you know, Austin Eckler going to catch a ton of passes. Um, I just, I don't expect that to be part of the game in Seattle. Oh, wow. That was uh, a, I was hoping London Drake might fall at, at the my 102. I love that. Um, uh, I think he's going to get a ton of work in New York. He's
0: got the pass catching, you know, uh, he's no question the one one for me. Okay. And Josh, you took, uh, well, Herms, let's go to you on Brees Hall first and then we'll go, throw it back to Josh.
3: I got nothing else that hasn't already been said. I mean, it's, it's pretty much Brees Hall. I mean, if you want to do something else, more power to you. It's your life. I can't tell you what to do. But, I mean, I think all other choices would be bad ideas. So, take Brees Hall at 101 if you have Okay,
0: well, do then none of you agree with me. I actually took Kenneth Walker at 101 in a draft that Jay and I were in. Oh, snap. Um, I, I feel like this is probably slightly hot. T- it's not even meant to be hot takey. I just haven't been as impressed In my film study of Hall, um, as I was with guys like Spiller and Walker, and Spiller's draft Mm. capital absolutely shot that in the foot. Mm. But I I just have not been in love with Hall as much as these other guys. Um, And I like the landing spot enough for Kenneth Walker to really um, take him ahead of of, uh, Brees Hall. So, Josh, you took Drake London at 102. Tell, yeah. me, tell me more. Tell me why.
1: Man, I think like just the upside on how good this guy is, um, you know, the amount of yardage he put up in just eight games, over a thousand yards, 88 receptions. Uh, I think the only other receiving option right now that is really even considered a real receiver in the NFL level, I think, is Kyle Pitts, of course, who was a rookie last year. And uh, so I think he's going to come in. He's got the talent and I think he's going to get a ton of looks his way. So, you know, a banging start to his rookie year. And, um, yeah, I think he's going to be worth the 102 for sure.
0: Okay. Jay, I know you took Drake London in a draft recently. Are you worried about quarterback play at all?
2: No, because I think there's going to be enough volume. I mean, basically, it's Kyle Pitts and Drake London, and that's about it. Um, Yeah. And he profiles as a Mike Evans-type player. You know, I don't really think – you know, Mike Evans has had definitely some – Uh, interesting guys at quarterback, guys that just sling it, you know, like Jameis and Ryan Fitzpatrick,
0: Uh, no matter who's been back there, he's been able to produce. And I think, Hey, fantasy nightcap listeners. This is FF Shane B here giving you guys a quick ad for Newsly. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable, all in one place. You can browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, like us, science, to Bitcoin, or even the Kardashians. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well, which is where we come into play. So explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries, our podcast, Fantasy Nightcap, is there, too. I started using it as my default podcast app, and you should, too. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description and use promo code FNC Podcast. That's with a zero, not an O. And receive a one-month free premium subscription. Have a great day and join Newsly. That, um... Mariota
2: is going to be able to do enough to, you know, I would not be surprised to see him, you know, granted they have to be able to get in the red zone, but I don't think anybody would be shocked if Drake Lennon winds up with six, seven, eight touchdowns this year. Um, and they're going to be in, you know, they were in talks for Deshaun Watson. I think if this was a better quarterback class, uh, they would have looked, you know, they've got Desmond Ritter. I think they would have looked earlier um, if they, if there was better prospects and I wouldn't be surprised to see, them in the market for a for, uh, quarterback in the first round next year.
0: Yeah, I actually love where they took Ritter um, and would be very happy to see Ritter get some snaps. I think he's talented enough to um, be a starting quarterback. He's got a ton of potential, I think. If he can improve his consistency, I think he could be a steal for them where they got him.
1: I mean, they'll, they'd all be steals if they end up being a yeah, starter. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Herms,
0: you took good old Kenny Walker at 105 um, with Garrett Wilson still on the board. So talk to me about that pretty please.
3: Yeah, uh, well, it's one of those situations where I mean, in every rookie draft I've done, once Brees Hall, for the most part, is off the board at 101, it's just like the run of receivers for the most part, and it's just like I don't know, like
1: wow, hey,
3: that was, that was pretty neat, that great was pick that? by the way. Uh, they, hey man, I'll have my thoughts on that. Later. But um, I don't know, like you can take, you can justify like a group of maybe about four of them to be taken in some order, and then there's a whole group of other ones. But like for me, like I'm all about scooping, just like very cheap running back talent when I can. And I'm not really that terrified of the Seattle landing spot because like, I don't know if Chris Carson ever plays football again with his neck. And then also, Look, I love Rashad Penny. Like I he was fun coming into the league, but like four games at the end of the season does not erase years of being hurt and ineffective. I'm not afraid of like the messiness of the backfield. And people be like, oh well, Pete Carroll, you know, they do some irritating what? stuff with committees and blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, well, so does like literally every other team. Every every backfield in the NFL is a committee. Unless you're Derek Henry, Najee Harris, or like mm-hmm. two other people, maybe. Yeah. Like it's going to be a frustrating headache for like the twenty eight other teams. So just give me the wow. other good guy who got high well, capital. I'm with I you. Know. I, I hate that narrative
2: just, that you know I don't want a running back on a team that's bad. You know, look at Saquon Barkley's rookie year. That that Giants team was awful. Uh, if your <laughs> your argument is Brees Hall, the Jets aren't. You know they've granted they had a fantastic draft and a great off season, but they're not all of a sudden Super Bowl contenders. They're going to be a pretty yeah. bad team too. So. There's been plenty of examples of running backs producing on bad teams, and I'm with you. Uh, At 105, that's an absolute steal for Kenneth Walker.
0: Yeah. Um, Jay, I think you got the steal of the first round, though, in Garrett Wilson at 106. If he goes outside of the top three for me, it is a steal. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, To me, he should be in that conversation for 102, 103. I would even consider him at 101 if I was a wide receiver needy team. Um, so I love that pick Jay, um, and I'm on the clock and I thought Jamison Williams had fallen to me, but he did not. So I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to take here. He, he wouldn't have made it past me because yeah. I, I love me so Jamison Williams as well. Yeah. I'm with you. That's
2: why I, re- I really feel like there's a big drop off while I like Olave and Pickens and anybody else who's going to go here. I feel like those top six guys, those top four wide receivers, Burks, Williams, mm-hmm. Wilson, London, those are, are pretty much just preference. they're all in the same tier yeah Priest uh, Hall, Kenneth Walker those are the top two running backs after that it really falls off and it just it depends on uh, makeup that's why um the team that I we were talking about where I took uh, Drake London at one oh two it's a rebuilding team. I'm not close to, I'm not gonna compete this year. that's why I went London over um Walker because By the time I'm going to be ready to compete, you know who knows what Walker's going to be, what kind of tread is on his tires, yeah, uh, what that offense looks like. So,
0: this one is for you, Jay. Yeah, Um, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long time since we won, but I will say um, both Super Bowls that Eli Manning won, we beat Ryan's Packers on the way. So just just (laughs) throw that out there. Hey, what's
1: with you guys just letting (laughs) Bradbury go, man? That was weird.
2: It it makes sense that not from a competitive standpoint for yeah. this year, but from a money standpoint, yeah. uh, I, I'm glad that Shane knows that we're going to. That's how you say it, right? Joe Shane is that like kind of like the host name? I I read it. I haven't really heard anybody say it.
3: I'm pretty um, sure that's what it is. Yeah,
2: I, it was a it was a monetary move. We we needed money to be able to sign our draft picks. Uh, we're not going to be competing this year. You know, it's it's a move for next year and the year after. Um, I'm it was the right move we tried to everybody knew that we were going to release him if we couldn't find a trade he tried everything he could and nobody would bite. so it was just it was the move to make unfortunately it was one of the very few good signings that Dave Gettleman actually had so
0: proud of you Gettleman proud of you Gettleman um okay I want to talk about Kenny Pickett um I'm going to – sorry, yeah. Herms, you're Ooh. not going to like this. Um, oh. Ah. I am very, very much out on Kenny Pickett. Um, <laughs> um, the only reason I would take him is if I am truly in desperate – like my quarterbacks right now in one league are Drew Locke and uh, Jared Goff. So, okay? uh, I would take ew. Kenny Pickett ew. in that league, ew. but I don't have any picks in the <laughs> first two rounds. So, um, But I would take Kenny Pickett in that league. I'm not touching Kenny Pickett before 1, where'd he go, 108 here? I'm not touching him before 109, 110. I do not, I think he is at his ceiling. I do not see his ceiling being any higher. Herms, as the resident Steelers fan, I'm going to throw it to you first.
3: Yeah, you know, I I understand the concerns because anytime there is a draft class where there's only one quarterback who was picked in the first two rounds that has any semblance of a guarantee to start for multiple seasons... I'm out, you know. Obviously, you know, especially like in a landing spot where the weapons are like better than like any possible like landing spot for a rookie that's, quarterback It's possibly fair, be. but frustrating, the right? just is like still- walk in and immediately have like Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson and Pat Fryermuth, and then they go out and get George Pickett around to help them for the future. So I hated it. That, like, I hated it. It's just like the the sarcasm. I had to, like, is be, oh wait, so he's, he's
1: he's 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 being sarcastic. <laughs>
3: It, it it it's I I have Kenny Pickett everywhere, and I felt comfortable taking I him think, in that spot. I'd feel Canada comfortable to anywhere like after
2: one six, to be honest with you, in Superflex yeah, League. I obviously, just to yeah. clarify
0: we We're talking Superflex. We, are, we and we are in the Superflex rookie mock, so yeah.
1: Late first, think, I'm cool with, but I'm I'm kind of with Shane a little bit in the sense that I don't think any of the QBs are going to be franchise QBs in the league. You know what I mean? Like, so he got picked as one in essence because he's a first rounder, but um, I don't know, think he's
0: I, really that good.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if how he's gonna be. Like, I agree though that he's got a great coach and a great yep. setup. I mean, he's got a stud running back and some great receivers to throw to. So, um, if he can beat out Trubisky, which even that's not a guarantee, then you know he'll have a sh- chance to shine. But. I really think he's gonna be Trubisky's backup.
2: <laughs> I could see it starting out that way, but I think yeah. by the end of the season, I think, unless Trubisky just comes out and lights it up.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean
2: he's but MVP, so <laughs> that's right. Got, he's got that player. MVP. Uh I'm I'm lean more towards Herms. I think um, you know, but because he doesn't have the rushing upside like a Malik Willis is why you're not gonna see him go in that top half of the first first round, but Superflex leagues. We all know it is so hard to get a quarterback. You know, unlike all the other positions, there are thirty-two and only thirty-two starting quarterbacks uh, from week to week. So the cheapest place you're going to be able to get them is in the draft. I think that even though Kenny Pickett doesn't have the ceiling of you know a top five, top ten quarterback, you have to take him after these top six guys. Just for the simple fact, good.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I'll share real quick. I actually traded out of the 1.09 where I could have gotten Pickett in a 2QB league and I traded for Michael Thomas and a second round in the same draft. So okay. just kind of Did letting you know not, like that's what kind what's of your how quarterback I, situation I feel like about him, yeah.
2: That's the main thing is what your roster con- roster construction is exactly. if you need mm-hmm. a quarterback. Yep. You know, if you're set at quarterback, then by all means, but I think Kenny Pickett mm-hmm. is a absolute fine Second starter as a super flex, you know, if things go right, I could see him, you know, jumping into that back end QB one. I don't ever see him becoming that stud, you know, that everybody's drafting is one of the, f- the first five quarterbacks off the board. But I'm with Herms. I mean, he couldn't ask for a better situation. They know him. You know, they share practice facility with the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, Pitt does. So I'm. <laughs> oh, they were good. They were there we go. I'm pretty
1: sure the Wow is like that. It was a. It was not that great of a pick because it's Malik. Well, Morris, that means so.
0: I got not that great of a pick behind <laughs> Dotson. Um, but oh well. Yeah. I, I pre-draft I love Dotson. Um, I just don't love the landing spot. I don't trust Carson Wentz, um, and he's going to likely be the number two behind Terry McLaurin there. So, I think he's talented enough to be a number one if McLaurin were to ever leave, or if somehow Wentz can support two wide receiver ones. Um, mm, yeah, right. But, yeah, exactly. That's, that's
2: not kind of Wentz a Wentz point. point I, like, I think Wentz gets, Wentz gets too much hate. I like Wentz. But...
1: Yeah. Why does everyone hate on Wentz so much, man? I think Terry McLaurin's going to have his best season ever. And, you know, there's yeah, going to be. probably got his to go best
2: around.
0: quarterback ever. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's sad. He didn't even it's do very that low handy last year. Here. I mean, I know he had that terrible finish, you know, trying, the, missing the playoffs and everything. But the thing, I mean, with, oh, you talk about Wentz.
2: Yeah, Wentz yeah, was yeah, a yeah. solid, a solid fantasy quarterback. Yeah. I think he gets way too much
0: hate. I'm with you.
1: Yeah. Did you guys, did you guys see that Spiller went one twelve in our draft? I
0: did. Um, that is shocking. Um, yeah. I loved Spiller pre-draft. I don't know about you guys, mm-hmm. but getting. Fifth round draft capital, I think. Uh, yeah, Dude Was it shouldn't... fifth or was it earlier? Though? I thought it was was a fourth. I was thought it, fourth? it was fifth. It could have been earlier. I um, will say
2: I really like the landing spot for Isaiah Spiller. Though. I do too. I mean, fourth
0: round. It fourth was round. fourth round. Okay. Yeah. I do too, Jay. Um, but I would not touch him in the first round yet.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have some of the guys that just went now, like Damian Pearson. I think Rashad White over Spiller.
0: Rashad White's been a, a popular one. Herms, we haven't think. heard from you in a little while. Um, I'm, I'm throwing some stained in there. I like it. Um, <laughs> Sky, Dude, Josh took Sky Moore at the 202. That's
1: a steal, man.
0: It's not though. It I is. I think yes, you got him right where he should be picked. No. No, I'm, everyone. I'm, I'm, is, I'm with Josh every, on this one. Everyone is thinking he's going to be the next Tyreek Hill. No, 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 no
1: one. one. No one's saying that. But out um, of the rookies, like. Especially in this draft, looking at, I mean, James Cook, he's going to be, I think, a very good complementary back, but yeah, I don't think he's think ever going to be like, like the no, guy. I think he's being overdrafted you too. Know? Yeah, Spiller is, you know, I, I don't think he should have been taken there, uh. But yes, Guy Moore, he's not going to be amazing, um. But mm-hmm. obviously, situation is very important. Uh, so landing spot huge. Uh, productive in his final year. He had 1300 yards almost and 10 touchdowns. So uh, the only thing I, I would knock on him is like, he's not your prototypical like height and weight, but at the same time, like KC, you don't need to be a prototype wide receiver, you know, alpha to, to be good. And not everyone's Tyreek, but you know, I think Sky Moore, he has an opportunity to come in, but well, he has to battle with Mecole Hardman, you know, to, yeah. to be the number one guy. So, Well, Juju. Uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, Juju's going to be a hot guy. That's all he can do. Thank you. Oh. Sky Moore has a real opportunity. I'm I'm
2: 100% with Josh on this one. I I love Sky Moore. I'm not saying he deserves to go in the top half of drafts, but uh, your reaction chain is exactly what's pushing his value down, and I'm perfectly fine with it. Nobody expects him to be the next Tyreek Hill. And if somebody, you know, I think people are more scared of. What happened with CEH where his value got bumped up because he wound up in Kansas City. Now everybody's like, yeah. oh, well, you know, let's look at uh, Sky Moore. You know, his, his ADP is going to skyrocket, pun intended, because he landed in a – yeah, I'm a dad. Sorry for the dad joke. Um, <laughs> Sky's the in, limit in, yeah, There you <laughs> go. Oh, sweet um, Jesus. He, he's yeah. a yak monster. He can – you know, he, he doesn't have to be Tyreek Hill to be able to be productive for big plays down the field. He's fast. Great. He's not. He's not Tyree Killfast. <laughs> not many humans on this earth is Tyree Killfast. No. Um, and you know Juju is still there, but he's on a one-year deal. You know, would, nobody would be surprised to see Juju leave. Travis Kelsey is getting up there in age. I think Sky Moore has a real opportunity to, same kind of like with um, like I was talking about with Kenny Pickett. He doesn't have to be a wide receiver one Jamar Chase type season to be a productive fantasy piece. That's I fair. think he can easily be a high end wide receiver too um in his career if he's used you know i trust just about anybody on an Andy Reid led team because he's one of the few coaches that knows how to scheme an offense around his um his players. Including Ronald Jones.
0: Um that was that was hey,
2: good for
3: her.
0: Hey um hey. what do you think about Sky Moore? Where where are you comfortable taking him?
3: where he went earlier uh and honestly well there's there's one dr- i've only secured one share of sky more and that was at the 112 in a league and like and that's fine you know i just i have concerns but not nearly as many as like some other people are kind of inventing in their own head you know kind of to go off of what was said before like there is i mean there are segments of the fantasy population that are either like way over the moon about the landing spot or like on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. They're like totally nervous because for some reason, CEH is going to influence their decision on a wide receiver that was drafted like three years later. And then like the point in between, which is where I feel like most people are, they're just like looking at it and they're like, okay, this is, this is fine. This is fine. Cause like, I don't, and there are some people out there that, had Skymore, you know, super high in their rankings, which I disagreed with, but at the same time, like, he was worth the pick that they invested in him, and he clearly possesses some talent, and he does have to overcome certain people early on the depth chart, but I assume he can ascend over a Mecole Hardman and a Marquez Valdez-Scantling yeah. rather quickly, and assuming the Chiefs are not the uh, second consecutive uh, NFL team that violently miscasts Juju as a slot receiver, because that yak ability that it, it's it's not that's no, not him, it's not him. God, I, sw- I swear, Dude, if Andy Reid puts him in the slot, I'm going to be so bad. because I still love you, Juju. I still love
1: Juju you, Juju. To be a big body but, like, slot man. He's, yeah. he's not. He's not good enough to be more. Not not more. Not. He's, more. he's not He's more. not skyward. Dang it, Josh. Juju is who he is. I, I think, like, I mean, even on the Steelers, like, oh, for, that's where he sure. produced the most. Well. <laughs> I know, I just have so...
3: Oh, and I'll, I'll save my opinion on why the Steelers <laughs> ruined Juju, but, like, but that, that's, it's beside the point. It's beside the point. The point is, like, Skymore. I mean, there have been times where I've been faced with the decision of, like, Sky Moore or George Pickens or Sky Moore or Christian Watson or because, like, they're all yeah. kind of being lumped together. The only one I would really like vehemently argue on behalf of a head of Sky Moore okay. would be George Pickens, but otherwise of the players in that realm, I've passed on Jahan Dotson for Sky Moore. I've passed on Christian Watson yeah. for Sky Moore, and I, have you know what I mean, like just to get, to illustrate some context for the viewers and listeners, like that's pretty much where my thought process is with that. So a very long-winded, not sort of, I don't know, half answer. Uh, Sky Moore's could be a good that's that's a hard (laughs) any analysis you expect on this show
0: that's absolutely there you go that's
3: why fantasy pros (laughs) pays me the big bucks couldn't ask for better
0: analysis Herms um I uh, I really feel like the the
2: that next tier the Alave's Pickens Dotson Watson more like it's kind of like just the same, how I was talking about the, the four guys that are in the first tier, it's really just preference. Like, they're skill yeah. wise, they're all close. You know, I would take Olave over that group.
1: Yeah. I'll probably slide him like a little bit ahead of the group that you yeah, I do. would
2: take. I, I would take Pickett as early as 108. Uh, excuse me, not Pickett, uh, Sky Moore. I would Skymore, take him, I would
1: him would pick over
2: Pickens. Work. I'd take him over Dotson. Watson would be close because I, I like the situation in Green Bay. Same. Yeah, I have more um, be, if I have I'm more of Watson, Between
0: I Watson and Moore, I'm taking Watson every time.
1: Really? Just because yeah. what? Just because Aaron Rodgers?
0: I mean the com- the quarterback situation is comparable. Mm-hmm. I think this the landing spot is comparable. Because after Alan Lazard, who else is in that wide receiver room? Yeah, but
2: Hey, hey, whoa. Sammy needs one Watson. Whitey. Are you okay, kidding me, <laughs> 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 hey, does. Sandy that concerned me is, you know, he's going to have to earn the trust of Aaron Rodgers. You know, yeah. traditionally Aaron Rodgers has hesitated to throw to rookie rented. The Packers have never drafted a good, maybe that's yeah. the case, but I'm, I'm with you. I got, I have a lot of Watson. I like yeah. him as well. Dude, We're going to have to bid Ryan locking. up on yeah. Watson in our uh, home league draft. Was it was that?
1: season. That's fine. <laughs> um, Sammy
0: seasons one week, but pretty much. So, uh, Herms and Jay, I'm going to throw this next question to you. You guys took Damian Pierce and Rashad White. Um, Pierce possibly got the best landing spot in the draft for running backs. Um, So I'm assuming that's why you took him, Herms, but I'm going to let you talk about that. And then, Jay, I want you to tell us kind of how do you see White fitting into that offense? And we'll start with Herms.
3: Uh, well, yeah, before I get into that, I will just quickly uh throw in uh, so a, a year from now, when George Pickens ends up just being like this bonafide genius pick, you're all gonna look back and just be like, Wow, we should have listened to Herms about George Pickens. Everybody out there, draft George Pickens, do it, he's gonna be a star on the Steelers anyway. Um, so Damian Pierce, he's in that group of running backs where, like, I don't know, there's potential for a lot of these guys to end up being Michael Carter, you know, kind of <laughs> because like next year's class is so. Laden oh. with running back talent. I mean, like honestly, like for those of us that remember, you know, the year that you know gave us like Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara and stuff like that, or maybe there were a couple. For that Either, was that, that lump track, of really so. good, like, yeah. So just like, r- like remember how good that felt, and then just like realize that that's how you're going to feel this time next year about those guys. So I look at the majority of the running backs in this class at best as like potentially just like one and done like in terms of like bonafide value and if assuming that this is a team that i'm building where like well and like after you get past the first round or whatever it's just like okay who do i feel confident and can like help me you know whether it's super down the road or super early on damian pierce is somebody where it's just like if it's only the one year fine because The corpse of Rex Burkhead (laughs) and Marlon Mack, like, it doesn't scare me at all. And, you know, I got to say, like, I am pretty interested in the potential of what Houston's offense is. Marlon Mack is only 26.
0: As a 27 year old, I would like you to remember that.
3: I'm also, well, I, 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 look, I'm slow, but I've also never (laughs) torn my Achilles. So I'm just saying. But, like, So, yeah, I mean, like, I understand that there is a certain reality where it backfires and this brazen assumption that he is just going to saunter in and steal the job, you know, is maybe that doesn't happen, but he should still theoretically be able to work out enough of a role early on to be worthy of the pick. And like, there's an argument for Rashad White as well that, you know, I think Jay's going to outline that pretty well you know i was really yeah. torn between the two so i mean like any insight you have on that jay i mean i think that would probably give people more context before for the we do that, that josh you make.
0: are on the clock There yeah you go.
3: i just made my pick
0: just making sure thank you <laughs> and before you get into that jay <laughs> i need you to absolutely like i'm giving you solo layout for a minute just now right. <laughs> yeah
2: so this was back in high school when we were first starting to play i mean it was literally probably before they even had live scoring like that's how old i am that's how long i've been playing where you had to wait till the next day to get your scores for your fantasy teams uh ryan and i like i said been friends for a long time and he drafted right before me and he asked me who he should take and i was honest i said well the magazine says you should take deuce McAllister over sean alexander (laughs) oh no (laughs) i was uh, i was honest i wanted sean alexander And he took Deuce McAllister, and I think that was Sean Alexander's MVP season. And I wound up, I think I won the league that year. I'm not sure,
1: but yeah, he carried a lot of guys.
2: Yeah, just I told him. I mean, the magazine said Deuce McAllister, so that's what.
1: But Deuce wasn't terrible. No, he He wasn't. It was just
2: it was uh, Sean Alexander.
1: Just it went
2: tore the world apart
1: for a couple years, right? A few years.
0: All right, Jay, talk to us about Rashad White and how you see him fitting into that offense. And I'm going to throw you a little caveat too. If Damian Pierce had been there, would you have taken Pierce? I would have not. I was
2: hoping that Herms took Pierce over White. I think they're they're both comparable. The biggest difference for me um, is it, Herms hit the nail on the head. I could definitely see both of these teams, Houston and Tampa Bay, drafting a running back early next year. With that being said, with White's pass-catching capability – I still could see him having fantasy mm-hmm. value if that happened over Damian Pierce. You know, Pierce, like you said, you know, we don't know if he's gonna. Yeah, he's probably got the best opportunity outside of Brees Hall. You know, to come in and just be the guy, the volume he can get. Yeah. Um, Rashad White, I, I really like it. Leonard Fournette necessarily hasn't always been the healthiest in his career. You know, I'm not. Yep. I don't like calling people injury prone, but he's dealt with injuries over Do his it. career. I really, you know, he could potentially be a high-end RB2 if if Leonard Fournette winds up missing time. Um, Leonard Fournette was one of, I believe it's six, it's either five or six running backs that averaged um, five targets or more each game. So yeah. I'm not going to say that Leonard Fournette, you have to worry about him, but I do think the presence of Rashad White, if he's in there and – Let's say he averages three targets a game, four targets a game. You're basically cutting Leonard Fournette's targets in half. You do have to worry a little bit about his ceiling. Um, I think Leonard Fournette has absolute safe floor. I'm don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that Leonard Fournette isn't going to produce this year, but I just if White is comes in and does take some of that third down work, some of that passing work, you have to be a little concerned of you know taking Leonard Fournette as your Locked and loaded RB1. What
0: about Keyshawn Vaughn? Yeah. All right. So that wraps up this episode of Fantasy Nightcap. Before we roll out of here, I'm gonna go to my left, right, where where are you? There you are. My left. Jay. Where can people where can people find you? And is there anything you would like to plug? Yeah.
2: So you can find me on Twitter at GMenJ. I am a part of the team over at Front Yard Fantasy, which all three of you gentlemen have guested on our various shows. Uh, the best thing I can say is go to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We do we have the game show Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, play a lot of uh, fantasy-related games. We got uh, our buddy Joey, who was supposed to be on tonight, does some fantastic stuff as well with the, the newsletter oh. that we just started. Um, he's got his start, sits, and salutations, which is a little SNL meets fantasy football. Uh, we've got we like to mix in the the fun with fantasy. So, um, you know, we've got a Discord that we do mock drafts every Monday. Um, you can get early access to those in our Discord. Uh, follow us at it's it's Front Yard F Y F on Twitter. But the main thing is, um, check out our YouTube. Follow them.
1: They're awesome. Awesome guys over there, FYF. 100%.
0: Completely agree. That's why
1: I tried
2: to
0: have them on this episode. (laughs) And they all bailed on me. (laughs) All right, Josh, up in my top left corner. Uh, Anything you want to plug?
1: Just, you know, thanks for having me on, Shane. You know, I appreciate (laughs) it and love hanging out and talking football with you guys. You can follow me at JB Cho Knows. And, you know, I answer questions for redraft dynasty trades you know whatever and i always just try to do my help you know best to help people and you know spread positivity and love in the fantasy football community and so hopefully you know i can help you and we can get connected too um but yeah follow these guys man all these guys are awesome and uh they're all working hard and grinding and so it's just awesome to be on here with you guys awesome
0: thanks josh Always enjoy your positivity in the community and our DM conversations. So I appreciate you. All right, last but definitely not least, Mr. Herms.
3: Oh, wow. Oh, that's me. Hello. You can find me out here in these streets at Herms NFL on the Twitter. Uh, that's where I tweet stuff. It I don't know. Sometimes it's about football. Sometimes it's not. I don't know. Don't question Sorry. me. Okay, you know, when I'm not doing just weird tweets about random stuff. Uh, fantasy pros. Uh, they have me write stuff and they have me edit stuff and they have me do a bunch of other <laughs> stuff. So I do stuff there. And then uh, I also have a podcast where it's like so if you're like. You're watching or listening to this, and you're like, wow, this guy's nuts. I wonder what he would sound like if he said the <laughs> F word like, way more often. Well, then do I have the show for you. It is The Lateral Show. You can find the show on Twitter, at The Lateral FF. It's The Lateral, a sideways look at fantasy football. I don't know. like I don't really know what's sideways about it, but it, just, it was such a good tagline, we couldn't really pass don't it Don't just sit and there then, and watch football like Last you. but not least. <laughs> oh, my neck. Is, of course. Welcome to The Lateral Show. Hey. Yeah. Oh I could not do that. Well, either that or you just lie oh, down on the, the couch. The TV sideways. But is uh that what it is? <laughs> there you see there, no, there you go. The exactly. Um and then the uh last but not least, uh I am the podcast producer for the Devi Royale. If you are interested in college football, if you are interested in the Devi format and you want to hear the words of some people way smarter than me about what to do with that stuff. Tune in to that show and follow them on Twitter at the D E V Y Royal with an E Debbie Royale right there. Super cool. It's going to be a great time. I mean, the, the theme song is going to be great. Ooh. Got a new theme song Ooh. for them going on. Ooh. Got some, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff, the podcast, complete makeover so. courtesy of audio engineer Herms. It's going to be fantastic. Please check it out. Check out all the work that they do. Cause like I said, way smarter than me. So awesome.
0: Thank you Herms. And if you guys have been listening to the Fantasy Nightcap podcast for the last few months, you know that the intro is done by none other than Herms. So, if you like this show, please, please, please like and subscribe on YouTube. We are- Even if you don't. Even if you don't, like and subscribe. <laughs> just do it. You're so close Even if you never to- watch it, it again. Would make my life so much <laughs> easier to be able to just tweet out the YouTube link of www.youtube.com Fantasy Nightcap versus whatever the hell it is now. Um so,
3: YouTube.com slash yeah, Z six YQ. Pretty close to that, actually. Lowercase
2: I
0: X,
3: uppercase X,
2: lowercase
0: yeah, I. there's a nine in there somewhere, I'm pretty sure, and a C Niner. and a U. Um but yeah, so like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh follow me on Twitter at fantasy nightcap and at FF Shane B. And this is the Fantasy Nightcap where we serve you fantasy advice. Straight no chaser. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>